Hi, my name is Erin, and I'm an alcoholic. And my name is Ken, and I'm an alcoholic. And this is Podcast Not Perfection. Hey everyone, welcome back. Welcome back to Podcast Not Perfection. A podcast about recovery, hope, and strength. With a healthy dose of comedy. And it's also about Brian too. It's about our podcast producer, Brian. Yes. Who lets us use his space, his attic, every single week. Every single week. We just had a long conversation with him. Yeah, we we so he's on our minds. He is. We asked him to start editing our audio. <laughs> we said, we'll give you 99 cents a month. <gasps> That's our budget. <laughs> That's our budget. <laughs> and he walked away. Yeah. So <laughs> welcome back. Yeah. Oh, before we get into our growth and our weeks and stuff, I want to give a shout out to Simon. Simon. So we do have the option in case anybody I would never ask this, but we do have the option if it you want to support people. this podcast. Yeah uh you can do like a monthly subscription there's like certain levels it's like as low as 99 cents or mm -hmm. i think you can even pick your own amount you can give us a penny a month oh uh, yeah or you don't have to do anything yeah, but i just want to give us a, a shout out to simon who started uh supporting us monthly which is a huge help because it does cost money to run a podcast like mm -hmm. the software costs money yeah. the equipment costs money so we really appreciate that yes and, you know, also I wanted to mention something about the software that we were using last week. It's, oh, yeah. it's so we obviously had to purchase that. So thank you, Simon. You really mm -hmm. are helping us a lot. Yes, thank you, Simon, yeah. very much. Um, and we obviously, when I loved last week's episode, yes. I freaking love Andrew. Mm -hmm. And we just had a little bit of trouble, I think, with the editing and stuff, but it's a learning experience. So if, if there was a couple of choppy uh, areas while you were listening, we apologize. Yeah. But we kind of learned. At least we learned, we learned from our mistakes. We did. So uh, we realized we can't just record an hour and a half. We kind of have to stop and take breaks because yes. we have to upload it to a different software to edit it yeah. and like take out weird, awkward spots. Yeah. Um, so we know that now. Yes. So next time we have to use that software, we know what to do. Mm -hmm. And we just really appreciate you guys sticking with us and your support and your patience. And we hope you enjoyed uh, hearing Andrew's perspective as much as we did. Because I think he mm -hmm. has so many good things to say and to talk about. And I, I just admire and adore him. Same. And Simon, we admire and adore you too. Yeah, too. Thank and you Mike very too. much. Mike too. And Mike, yeah. yeah. Mike. Hey, our, Mike. My love. Our longest running benefactor. <laughs> yeah. From day one. Day one, baby. So now that I got that out of the way, thank you, Ken, for allowing me that oh, yeah. time. How was your week? And oh. do you have any growth? Oh. So this week for me, um, actually was a really um I don't want to say good, but like it was a very uh, growthy week. Growthy. <laughs> I don't like that word at all. It's worse than all, all I think about now are your toes. Whenever you say, because every time you say, it even worse. I know because you always bring it there when we. What are you talking about? You always talk about growths on your feet. Oh, I do. I yeah. do. Yeah. Physical growths. Yes. Physical growths. Um. Why are you making me sound like a crazy person? I, I mentioned those in passing. I don't let it 
weigh me down on. I do. I think about it way too often. <laughs> Clearly, I'm sorry. you and your foot growths. <laughs> I don't have any foot I growths. I know you don't. For the record, my feet are <laughs> flawless. They're not flawless. Baby, soft, smooth. I lotion my, heel, my feet every night. I should. My heels have gotten real scratchy. It's because like of catching this. on the rug and stuff. It's like <laughs> I hate it. <laughs> I'll give you some nice lotion. I need like a. What motion oh, are you making? No! I meant like this. Ken's making a little, dirty motion with What do they call those? Like, not a loofah, but like a little. Oh, a uh, pumice stone. Yeah. All right. Noted. Okay. Maybe so... Santa next year will get you a pumice stone. <laughs> so I'm look forward to. Okay. So back to not feet talk. Last week it was two weeks ago. How do we email do this? We feet. get so off topic. <laughs> this is the comedy part, folks. <sighs> yeah, we think. Again, uh, this is. <laughs> Amateur. We're the only ones who think <laughs> yeah, it's funny. Um, so this week was, uh, it was challenging, frankly. Um, I think that. I feel uh, like I haven't talked to you all week. I'm sorry. Yeah, I know. We haven't seen, well, we saw each other Tuesday briefly. Yeah, but I didn't know you were going through challenges. I didn't times. really know I was, I think, at that point either. Okay. I think I was sort of like denying it almost. Oh, uh, lay it I, on me. Yeah. Sorry. So, <laughs> I don't know what it was, but I think I've just been feeling very stagnant, you know? <gasps> Yeah, I'm feeling like I just, like, my progress halted. And I think um, I, a phrase came up that Angela said, I think a few weeks back at a meeting, talking about letting people in to, like, this, like, innermost level. And I realized I still haven't done that. So I'm trying to be a little more open and honest and vulnerable because I am not going to be able to, like, get the help that I really want or need from people if I want to grow, if I don't let them into that level that's, like, that was your chair? <laughs> oh. <laughs> um, that, you know, I, if I don't let people into that innermost level, it's not going to, nothing's going to change. And so I guess I've sort of been feeling this way since the beginning of the year. Like I have these goals in mind. I've put some work towards them, but I don't feel like I have any direction for these goals. You know, I didn't set like a final end goal because I was afraid to set that high bar and miss it. Yeah, so, like, what if you don't achieve this Yeah, goal? or, like, maybe it's just I want to work on myself actively over the year to figure out, you know, maybe a different perspective will result in that, and I'll be able to figure something else out for, like, career paths or, you know, where I want to – what I want to do. But, um, yeah, and then there was an issue at work – not an issue at work. There was a situation at work where one of my dearest, closest people, um, something happened, nothing deadly or – violent or anything like that we didn't hear from her for a while and it really like kind of like took a toll on me because like this is someone i care deeply about mm -hmm. that i usually talk to like every other day yeah and so i think that sort of was like the little like straw that broke the camel's back and i just felt very emotional this week like it was yeah. just like blah you know i wasn't happy i wasn't sad i was just okay and i just didn't want to do any work for myself i didn't want like everything just seemed like i was trying to like i was reaching out to like emotionally eat which I know is a, uh, a huge, Coping. yeah, and it's like a sign to me that like something isn't right. Yeah, you know, because when I'm not feeling that way, I don't feel I don't want to eat that way. But um, yeah, I definitely wanted to this week. I didn't for the most part. Did you? Were you able to talk to Coach Andrew this yes, week? Yes, that's that's, that's where this really kind of like came to a head. Is we he does like has us do like a check in, like summarizing our week. He asks like, how are you feeling uh, physically, mentally? Like, what was your Biggest challenge? What was your biggest win? What is the lesson you learned? What do you want to work on next? And I kind of just let it came to me as I was like filling it out. And I realized we talked about it. It was funny because like 
I said in the, my check-in, I was like, I didn't have a lot of progress. And I'm like frustrated with like my lack of progress. I feel like I should I should be somewhere different. And as I wrote it, I was like, oh, mm. he's going to like say, where, gonna then where should you tear be? you apart. And exactly what he said. And I was like, <laughs> I literally knew you were going to say that. So why don't I even write it? Because that's how I was feeling. But I feel like I've like been holding back on like my physical progress, any mental progress, whatever, that I should be further. But it's like, I am right where I'm supposed to be. Yes. But I don't think I'm illustrating this clearly enough. Yeah, I think I just felt the first time in a long time I felt this emotional blah. Like for the longest time now, not the longest time, but long enough for me to not remember the last time I was feeling low and blue, that like this really threw me off. I almost, I guess, thought that I was invincible mm. from anything like that. But I, realizing upon a conversation with people that like I am simply a human and that's just going to happen. It happens to everyone. It's a very good example of what happens when we let up on our spiritual mm -hmm. program yeah. of, of recovery, right? Like, I'm not saying that's what you did, but kind of by your own admission, I think you probably like when you start feeling good, you. I'm always inclined to put my to, feet up. Yes. Like, oh, I feel great. And I don't think you're alone in that at no. all. I know you're I, not yeah. because I know I do the same thing. Because it's like, why, why, why everything's so good? Like, why would I? Yeah. Like, strive harder. Mm -hmm. Because you're, it's almost like you're not even like thinking about it because everything feels so good. And then, yeah, something comes along that trips you up and you're like, oh, shit. Yeah. But I think those moments are maybe like a God shot in a way as yeah. well. Cause I'm definitely grateful I've had the week I've had because I, it, it sort of turned me onto the idea that, um, like, I have all these goals for myself for the year, which is great. Mm. But again, I don't have like an end goal. So what are these things leading up to? So it's like my progress isn't isn't for to me. like something. Yeah. yeah, like it's to me, it's like yeah, I can go to the gym and start running, which I did start doing. But like, well, I think your the, goal. What, well, we did sort of set that goal. Like yes. your goal is to run like a mile. Yes, and that's without I, stopping. I did, I did start. But are that. you? But are you saying so? What? What's the bigger goal? Yeah, there? like what? Is, what is this leading up to? And I think that well, maybe more will be revealed as you go on that journey. Yes, but I. I felt a little directionless okay i guess is what was tripping me up so it was almost like what's the point of doing this stuff if i don't have like an end goal you know like i don't have like i i know it's going to be a better me regardless but like what's what's what comes with that what is the you know i understand that and so i had this moment last night and i messaged andrew this whole long thing and i was like i think that i am just afraid to fail and i have never really acknowledged that mm. and it's so evidently true like, I don't try anything difficult or out of the ordinary because, you know what? If I fail, it'll suck. So let me just not do it. Right. And then, like, how will I feel about myself? I, yeah. And I've learned to live with that for so long. Oh, that makes me sad. That it wasn't, like, really, I didn't think it was a fear. I just thought it was who I was, okay. I guess. Yeah. So, like, I've acknowledged that. And, like, I now am sort of empowered by that to be, like, I don't care if I fail. Like, I'll fail 75,000 times. I don't think there is a fail. Yeah. Because, like, there's always something you can take out of it. Even if you don't reach your goal, that doesn't necessarily mean it's a fail because it's all life experience that you're going to be able to utilize and maybe towards another goal or maybe yeah. retry that goal. Or I guess maybe to reframe it, it's like, I don't want to try things that might be difficult because... What if I'm not good at it? Something or like, like that. Yeah. Or like I just can't, I get that too. I can't keep up with it. Like I've been focused on 
um, my weight loss. Mm -hmm. And like, it's been great. But like, I, like everyone does, if you ever watch The Biggest Loser, it's what happens every second week in the show. (laughs) They like plateau. They lose all this weight the first week. And then the second week, they don't lose any weight because their bodies are like. So that's normal. Yeah. And so like, obviously my progress isn't like that show or anything like that, but I lost a bunch of weight. And now I've just sort of like, you know, plateaued. And like, I think that my progress, I was measuring it by the weight loss I had. And so now that I don't have any, like, I don't think that I have any progress. So I've decided to embark more on like a, like, wellness. yeah, like, like lifting the weights kind of thing and oh, like boy, doing the that's squats. Scary. I will do that with you. Because I, even Andrew said, he's like, weight loss is just like, it comes and goes, but like mm-hmm. this, like progress, like build your body to the weight. And this is what inspired, like when he was talking about his, how he uses his physical health as like his like greatest tool in life. I sort of like resonate with that. I was like, I need to like focus more on like that kind of stuff because I feel like that is what's going to give me the most sort of like oomph and the most like satisfaction with like looking at myself in the mirror. Because I started like judging myself too. I was looking at myself like, oh, look at you. And I'm like, what? I know. Like when's the last time I did this? And then I'm sure that's scary as well because yeah. when So for the longest time I've been like dodging, like lifting those weights and doing that stuff because I know it's difficult and I don't think that I have like what it takes, I guess I thought I didn't have what it takes to be consistent with it. Why do we do that to ourselves? I don't know. I do the same thing, especially when I think about like going in the gym and lifting weights. Cause like, I have no idea. I think it's cause like, there's a, yeah, I'm afraid. Exactly. I'm afraid to like go into the gym and pick up a weight and I have literally no idea what I'm doing. I don't want to look like a fool. And then I think everybody starts out like that. Like I'm sure coach Andrew didn't know what he was doing. Right. Coach Andrew, I love you. And then um, I think another sort of feeling came out of, uh, I don't know where it really came from, but it, it kind of tied in that I'm not worth that kind of like physical progress. You know, like, you know what? Like, I'm afraid to, it's because it's hard, but also I'm not really worth that. Like, I'm a, like, this is where I'm at is where I'm at. And like, this is what I'm like. And I, I've come away from that. Like, I realize where it is, and it's, like, behind me a little bit, but, like, I still see it in the background, you know? And I'm not trying to look back and, like, focus on the past, but, like, it's, like, I can see it it's, in my... yeah, hovering it's behind like in my rear view It's, mirror. like, a little monkey, like, yeah. on your back. Like, but you shook it off, but it's still kind of following and behind I think, you. Yeah, I think that that ties in a lot to, like, this is almost, like, what we should talk about during the episode. Well, that's okay. We'll just roll with it. Okay. But, um, yeah, I, I... So, I feel like I have come through that and I had this low and I've been able to pull myself out of it, not to pull myself out of it, but I realized that like it, it happens and like, I just gotta let it run its course, but also be mindful and do my things and keep myself in the game because, um, there's a bug inside yeah. your glasses. I inside? watched it like flew oh, no. behind your lens. I watched it happen. Inside? <laughs> it was a tiny little like fruit fly. It was. Wait, there's no fruit up here. It's feeding on Oprah's ashes. <laughs> oh, no. Oprah's dead. Sorry. <laughs> oh, bad joke. Bad, yeah. Bad, we're in bad taste. Um. So I guess, did that summarize well enough? My you girl? had a hard week. Or not a hard week. You had a... Impactful week. Impactful. Glad, that is a very good... I'm glad I had the week I had. Word, because yeah. I think for a long time, everything was good. Everything was fine. Everything was getting easy mm. and like that i think i this is you need a little bit of pain i do yeah unfortunately and that's not, usually not, how it goes I'm not gonna grow without being uncomfortable yep that is a good i will talk about like my week a little bit but i do just want to tie week a lot yeah. i mean it's so complacency is our topic this week yes. so i think we'll 
you said we this is almost what we should be talking about during like our topic segment but maybe we can build on that a little bit more i don't even know if i had growth for this week to be honest i had a really good week we mike and i went away and we went yeah talk about that uh well so we went to new york last weekend because we got tickets to go see we didn't go to that part of new york we went to cherry Tarrytown, which is kind of sort of it's on the other side of the Hudson. So it's okay. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Tarrytown, aka the town from Yeah, so Sleepy Lion Hollow. Witch. It's oh. Sleepy Hollow's right next. <laughs> what was I gonna say? I don't know. I think I was thinking the line the witch in the wardrobe. Oh, Narnia? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I don't know why. <laughs> I, I love Narnia. C.S. Lewis uh also wrote a really good book. I can't talk. I can't say the word book. Speaking of book, I want to make a mention real quick. You know what I started doing this week? Did you start I started reading, reading that we are freaking the lucky stupid one? book? You're like, I will not be complacent nope. any longer. I literally cracked it open, okay? Yes, and I if... read like five pages because I was supposed to, I was going somewhere with someone. They're like, I'm in Raymond. I'll be there soon. Or they're going to some, I thought this person lived in Raymond. They lived up the street. So like, I'll be there soon. I'm like, okay, perfect. So I've got like 25, 30 minutes. No, they were literally up the street. And so it was like, I had literally five minutes, okay. but I read like but that's several pages. More progress than you were making before. In the last whole year, yeah. In the whole year, for those of you who are, who are just joining us, Ken has been talking about this book. He references it. I think he stopped referencing it because I give him so much shit. So much shit. <laughs> so deserved. <laughs> it's, by called, it's called "We Are the Lucky Ones," and it's he's called, never. It's called "We Are the Luckiest," actually. Oh, it <laughs> is. So have... you couldn't even, even go. Oh right. my goodness. <laughs> Who wrote it? Do you know who the author is? Some lady. Is? Oh my goodness. That's her name. Some lady. Some lady. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I don't know. Some lady. She's Korean. What? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> anyway, yeah. So Ken uh, constantly was referencing that book at one point, but he never finished it. So I... I just searched it as it'll be the look. I told him to finish it. So... Yeah, we went to Tarrytown and we had we just stayed overnight because we had tickets to this Harry Potter like forest walkthrough, which was really cool. Cute. And it, it was, was adorable. Just, yeah, that was fun. I'm going to Florida next week, so that'll be fun. I had a dream that I was in Disney with you. <gasps> That's a really beautiful dream. Yeah. I wish you were going to be with my friend just Laura McCowan. Laura okay, so everybody go read We Are the Luckiest. By Laura McCowan, not We Are the Lucky Ones. <laughs> oh my God. <sighs> I don't even want to like spend any more time on me. I want to get into our topic because okay. we're at 20 minutes. So, everybody, I had a great week. Growth, just living life and loving it. Got to see New York. Boom. I got to see a new place. I can go anywhere on this earth, a free woman. Hell yeah. That's my growth. Period. Because I don't drink and I'm not shackled by that. Free them from the Boom. shackles. Also, I was not smoking, so I was not Hell shackled yeah. by that. Like, I didn't have to plan, like, where the smoking places were. Ooh, we went to this beautiful, like, Asian-inspired restaurant for brunch. Ooh. It was called Goose Feather. Ooh. Oh. Did you have goose? I had, uh, we had Kung Pao chicken and waffles. <sighs> it was fucking good. That sounds amazing. The best thing we had were grits. That I sounds so grits. weird, but it was like mushroom coconut grits, and it was the fucking best thing I've ever eaten. We had we split a bowl of it. We split everything. It was really cute, and we I know we're gross. No, you're adorable. We are adorable. Just so envious. I went to breakfast with my 
Sponsi and his dad the other day, and his dad is very southern. Like, from, did like, he make grits? No, he will. We went to Shave a Sean in Manchester. He uh-huh. said, I thought there'd be grits on the menu, and there was no grits. Grits? On. I'm like, not north of Mason Dixon, Langster. Sorry. <laughs> no, anyway. I, I had grits in New York. Fair enough, you did. Yeah. They didn't pronounce it like that. No, probably not. Grits. We'll be right back. TTYL. TTYL. Grits. This was long, huh? Welcome back. Gratitude. Oh, no, 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 no. Just kidding, Angela. Not yet. <laughs> already? No, already? No. So, we have a topic for you this week. We, we already said what it was, but you may have skipped past that part because I feel like we took a long time. Let me just look up this definition for our topic. Our topic is. <laughs> Let's not like that the rest of the episode. <laughs> our topic is complacency. <laughs> From the Oxford Dictionary, complacency, a feeling of smug or uncritical satisfaction with oneself or one's achievements. That's a very flowery definition, if you yeah, ask I guess, me. I guess I thought complacency was more like... Self-satisfaction. So you're like pretty satisfied yeah, with, as, with self as it is. There's no need... To do any more work that's what I, was. I wasn't smug about it though no so i can't I, I, imagine I, you being I smug about anything i can't say it was complacent yeah so we're gonna like go off of ken's recent experience yes. when we talk about complacency for those of you who skipped past me. his uh week which tisk tisk if you did who skips the first part of this i don't episode? know i feel like people probably do if they skip I don't the really... first part, they're probably skipping the rest of the parts. Yeah, they're just not listening. <laughs> they're just done. Uh, yeah, I don't really... I should pay more attention to our analytics, but I don't. Because I don't... This isn't like a it doesn't show job that, from... Yes, it does. It, 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 on the desktop website, it, you can see where what? people skip. Really? Mm-hmm. You got to show me that. Uh, we will do it when we're not recording. Oh, okay. Wait, everybody wait while we look this up, please. <laughs> so... Yeah, so we're going to kind of talk about, com- since we just have like an example of complacency in our lives right now, we can mm-hmm. kind of just continue our conversation that we were talking about as an example, because I feel like it's easier for people to yeah. relate to a real life example. And this is how like it works, right? Yeah. One. So quick recap. Ken um, had an uncomfortable week because yeah. he fe- felt pretty stagnant. Yes. And so I guess that's kind of a simpler definition yeah. of complacency is like well, stagnant. Is stagnant even the right Stagsnit, word? Stagnant. Stagnant. Stagessence? Stagnessence? Oh, God. You're a stag. Stagnant. Oh, I thought it was with an E. Stagnant. Of a body Nant. of water. <laughs> having no current or flow, often having an unpleasant smell. <laughs> <laughs> Ken, you're so stagnant right now. That's so funny. So, like, so are your no- insides flowing <laughs> or are your insides like smelling that's not fun, blowing that's the funniest definition i've ever called myself <laughs> stagnant. um no showing no activity dull and sluggish there you go that's okay more, that's so you think that's more that's accurate well, as to how you're smell. feeling okay i'm not accusing you of being smelly when i saw it the last time i saw you was tuesday and you smelled fine yeah i like oh, i like <laughs> having no current or flow though yeah so no you flow. weren't really flowing or jiving with the universe yeah. are you trying to say correct okay why so i think we talked a little bit about this like Mm. why do we get complacent in our lives and i mean we talked a little bit about it i think it's because like things get so good Mm -hmm. 
that we kind of fought. Well, I don't, this is how it looks like for me. I rarely do this though. I'm not patting myself on the back. She's just you so just good. roll she's your just, eyes at me. She's just so good. No, guys. because I'm afraid. Like, I think yes. I have a healthy fear of yes, complacency because it has been drilled into me from the beginning. Like, mm -hmm. we have to keep growing. And if we're not growing, then we're, like, working towards that relapse. Like, oh, sorry, Andrew. Coach Andrew, are you listening? He doesn't like the word relapse. We're working towards that, like, insanity if we're not going in the other direction. So this is what it would look You shouted like. out Coach Andrew, like, six times. I fucking love him, and I want to be his friend. I just said before we even started recording, I was singing Coach Andrew's praises, and I was like, I just feel like he doesn't even know I exist. No, <laughs> and said. Ken was like, he just talked to you for an hour and a half. Everybody go listen to that episode. He's got a lot of- We should have promoted that, huh? We did. You did a well, TikTok. Like, well, like, paid money to promote it. Oh, no. Okay. I did that once and I'll never do it again. <laughs> Fake news or whatever that they say to you. Oh, yeah. I I was very. We got a Bible verse and then some guy, verse, some guy said nobody fake or something. And I don't know why I even did. It was a mistake. I made a mistake. You I can admit when it. I'm wrong. Okay. But sorry. Back sorry. To, complacency. Back to complacency. Are you still with us? Okay. <laughs> We're going to go check our analytics. <laughs> <laughs> so. I, what it would look like for me if I was complacent or, or like if I was feeling so good that I felt like I didn't have to do like my things, it would probably be like, well, I don't really have to send my gratitude list mm. to my people. Like that might be the first thing. Mm. Or I don't have to like be conversing with the universe or I sometimes actually sometimes i miss my gratitude list but it's not intentional mm. it's not it's not like an intentional oh i need to do that but i'm not going to because i don't have to it's literally because i forget because yeah I'm, it's like an intentional choice to admit something yeah so is that complacency is it's intentional i think uh the effect of admitting those things on purpose is the complacency is yeah. the stagnancy stagnancy you know what I'm saying? Yeah, it's the smelly part. I think that's what I think that's what like led to it because I think when I when I think things, I can never tell if they're true or not in my mind. They that's rattle, why you have to open up to people. They rattle around and they like stay there and they just like drive me crazy sometimes. But when I say things out loud, I find it almost like gives them gives my mind, my brain, like that like that is true. Mm -hmm. So like I think I've mentioned a couple times over the past few weeks that like I'm good, I'm chilling, you know, like I've got I'm doing what I got to do. Like I'm not trying to admit anything, but like. I feel like I <coughs> like a, a thought of a drink repels me. Like I'm just like nah, I don't want. So it. that's I, enough. Yeah, and so I think that like by saying that and like speaking it into like the world or whatever, it's almost like my mind being like, you know what, you are chilling, you aren't good, and I didn't really omit anything from my routine. Oh, well, I kind of did, I guess. Yeah. What did you omit? I stopped going to the gym. I stopped being like taking my walks. It's yeah. difficult to do that though in the on the poorly plowed sidewalks of Manchester. Yeah. Like I right outside my apartment right now, it's like, it goes down like this. It's brick. And there's a drip from up earlier <laughs> on the street. And it like trickles down. And now it's just like a sheet of ice outside. Oh no, be careful. Yeah. My neighbor's already slipped and fallen. And Oh no, she want... or he okay. Yeah, he's okay. Okay. But good. I want to like call the city and be like, listen, get your salt down you here. You should. Why not? Because I don't know who to call. Uh, Like the... Ghostbusters. <laughs> 
I feel like you call like the city town. hall is like right up the street for me too. So, so go <laughs> go walk there and demand <laughs> for your sidewalk to be salt, salted. Please? So I think where am I gonna go with this? I don't think I'd be your friend if I didn't say, well, you could have gone to the gym. Where are you going with this? Well, because you just said, <laughs> you look so mad at me. Where I'm so mad? scared of you. <laughs> Where are you going with this? Remember that, remember that time I didn't have my license? <laughs> oh, my God. I do. <laughs> I remember. <laughs> I remember when you got your car. Yeah. Uh, so, like, you couldn't take your walks, your outside walks, which is a huge I know that's a huge part of like your healthy yeah. routine, but you could have gone to the gym and walked on the treadmill, right? Yeah. Yeah. And I made excuses and like those right, and I think small that's... excuses became easier to stand on to use to like excuse the next thing. Right. And I, have... I think once you give yourself that one out and that one excuse, mm -hmm. everything else is way easier yeah. to justify. Oh, well. And I think that another thing that's coming to mind that like really sort of like pushed me into this little mindset that I was in is that I wasn't like communicating with a lot of people well much. and i think that's a huge thing because like you said you can almost talk yourself yeah. into like well no i'm good i'm good yeah. like, and like, and like no one knows how i feel if i don't i mean they do because they see my face but like in reality no one knows how i'm truly feeling if i don't talk about it right and, and or even like you might not even be like truly aware mm -hmm. like like you might know but you might be again like kind of telling yourself you're fine but once you like talk to someone like me yeah I'm going to be like, well, you could have just gone to the gym. Yeah. Right? Like, totally like I could, like, you analysis, can call, yes. I allow I someone to call you out. And I think maybe we're afraid of that sometimes. Like, because maybe, we, like, we really know yeah. deep down, like, what we should be doing or, mm -hmm. like, how we're feeling. But when we don't want to let that, that person in that cares about us who's going to give us the truth. Yeah. I feel like I still struggle with that sometimes, like, letting people in. Angela was talking about, but she mentioned something about... You know, there's all these levels of, like, yourself that you let people in. You mm -hmm. let people in, like, when you do a fifth step. Yes. And, like, there's, like, almost, like, a level that, like, you don't let people in. There's different houses. I feel yeah. like there's a there's an you... actual analogy where it's, like, houses. We're going to look it up and be right back. Okay. Yeah, yeah we're going to do it. Okay. Welcome back. So we were trying to look up this thing called the third room and I thought I had heard it or read it on the internet somewhere. I thought it was a therapy thing, but I had to call my sponsor. <laughs> I had to call Angela who actually learned it from her sponsor, which is kind of freaking cool. Mm -hmm. And her sponsor, Gail, learned it from her mom, which... I, I don't know where I was going to tell the whole story, but it's way too long. Gail's coming out with a book and you should buy it and read her story because yes. it's amazing. Uh, we'll let you know when it comes out. So this third room and we'll, we'll figure out how this relates to your complacency as we go along. We'll start with the first room, I guess. The first, so there's, so if you're looking, you're looking at self and you have three different rooms and the first room is the one that you'll let anybody into and it's like pristine yeah. and clean and, you, you keep it real nice and tidy and there's no stuff in there, right? Mm -hmm. um, the second room is the room where you'll let like your friends in. Maybe it's like your bedroom and you keep the door closed, right? And But you'll let your friends in there and people that you're close with. But the third room is the one that's maybe it's like a closet and it's completely like 
just like it looks like a hoarder lives there and it's the room that you're never going to let anybody into. But that's the room that if we want to really grow, we have to start letting people into. Mm -hmm. So we had to look. That's I mean, Angela explained it so much better than I did on the phone just now when we were talking to her. But that's essentially like what? Like it's that third room. Yeah. Which um, I think is where you're going to find your spiritual growth that we crave, but it's, it's very difficult to let people into that room. And I think we can get like complacent with allowing people into like the second room or the first room. Right. Mm -hmm. I think for me, my experience, it's hard if you you have a specific example of like someone's house and they use that as the example, I can understand it much more clearly. So like Angela said, like her living room, her kitchen, it's all one room. Like she'll let people in there because it's, you know, it's usually neat, tidy, organized, like you said. Yeah. But then she'll let certain people into her bedroom because the door is usually shut. Like her friends can go in there to help like take care of the baby, do whatever they need to do, whatever. But like that closet is where like she keeps that You've never been in that closet. Yeah. Yeah. And I think for me, um, when I got into this program, I only let, I barely let people in my first room. Like there's like literally an example of someone trying to come and check on me one night because I had like left the bar, Irish goodbye, and mm. I was like a mess. And I just left and they're like, well, where is he? So they came to check on me and they knocked on my door. I opened it and slammed it in their face. Oh. I wouldn't even let them into my first room. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I've apologized about it since then. It well, was, yeah. It's, it's a, no judgment. Yeah. But I think that like I finally was able to sort of start like because I remember I asked, um, I think I talked about it recently on the episode. Um, I asked Brian and Angela one day, like, how do I become more vulnerable? Because I was not letting anyone into anything because I was so full of self disgust that I didn't want anyone to know anything about me because I didn't like anything about me. So like, well, I'm not gonna let you know about it because I don't like it. So you're not gonna like it. And so slowly over time, I think I've let people into like that first room and I'm pretty comfortable with that now, mm-hmm. almost to the exact analogy of like my apartment in a sense, mm-hmm. like I have it organized now and I like it. Mm-hmm. it's like set up nicely and I let people in and I'm not, I don't think twice about it. Yeah. There might be like a soda can on there. There might be some tissues on the floor. There might be cat puke somewhere. I don't care. <laughs> I'm content with it. And I'll let you come in and see it. You know, like I won't even question it. Then you'll leave and be like, Oh shit, that's there. Oh, that was there too. Jeez, whatever. But like, I'll let you in. And until just, I guess just recently I cleaned out my bedroom, which I always had shut. If someone came over, like I would have a sponsee over and we would read that bath- bedroom door would be shut. Mm-hmm. He, he, I didn't mind him to see anything in there because it's a hot mess and what a bad example. So it's like you wouldn't even go in the second room. Yeah. So how I get what you're saying. And like, yeah. So like when it comes, like, so like the third room, I have you gone in that? I don't third even think I have. Yet. I don't even know where my third room is. Okay. Almost. And I think that for me, uh, there's a lot of trauma around my uh, sexuality and like how I was led to believe I was not worthy, not right. I was wrong. I was, you know, so though it came, there was a lot of self-loathing and I adapted to this person who I think still sits in this chair right now today to some extent, who has these defense mechanisms up in place, but they've been up so long that they're just like, part of me they're ingrained and I, don't even, I don't even they're in that third room and, as... you, and if you haven't opened that door yet yeah. to let anybody in that room then mm-hmm. that that's like stuck there yeah yeah so when it comes to like and you've been so far complacent with that like yeah. it's been okay but now it's t- like this is what like something comes up and it's time this is even ties back to our emotional sobriety episode. yeah it really does it's well i feel like just everything is so it all intertwined. ties to everything yeah. yeah so it's like 
this like only going into that second room which is a huge deal by the mm. way if you've never even let people into the first room yeah. like that's huge and i'm not negating that but it's like if you get complacent with that something something's gonna come up and it's gonna like turn you around yeah. right but it's how you deal with these moments i think mm -hmm. and i don't think you're being complacent Honestly, because we're sitting here talking about yeah. how do I become more vulnerable? Because I, I think I found this like power in like letting people in and like letting them know what's up right with me. because you're not owned by that. Acknowledging anymore. that, like, yeah, maybe I didn't, I didn't like, um, I hate to use this word, but I'm gonna use it. And, but I like failed a lot this week. You know, I didn't do things the way that I want to do them, that I know that I should do them. And it's because I didn't like reach out and let someone in and be like, listen, I'm not able to do it because I just like I messaged. Andrew the other day and I literally over the six months have never messaged him other than to be like can we reschedule or can I blah 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 whatever right never had like this like moment where I'm like I gotta tell him so I think it's a huge win for me to have that but I have to acknowledge that I guess like there's still like another room to go into and like if yeah. I'm not even there I don't know who and like it's so bizarre because like part of me wants to just like start screaming about stuff that like has like I've never mentioned to another human being because a lot of it's like really trivial you know, when I say it to myself, I'm like, that. why does anyone care about that stuff? But, like, there's stuff in there that I don't even think I know is in there. Yeah, but I think that's – I think that's okay and I think that's almost normal. Yeah. Because I think we do – I think that's a um, trauma response. Like, we pack things away so we don't have to deal with them. But maybe it's time to. And yeah. maybe that's why it's coming up. Maybe spirit's like, okay, you are, like – safe enough now where mm -hmm. you can handle these things and you have this support system that's going to be with you i'm gonna cry i don't know why like i just love you and yeah. we're gonna be there because like you're like one of the only people that i feel that way with oh my god and um like there's not a lot and i don't know why i always put that wall up but i do well i think like you said it's so ingrained and it's like everything we talk about it's yeah. practice yeah practice 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 and i think of all the things that i've had to like practice like that have been tough in like my last oh, two and a half years crying. like this is like um this is probably like one of the toughest for me because i wonder if like talking with andrew kind of shook things up for you too because we talked a lot about like gay trauma with him because yeah. that was his experience and yeah. i wonder if that i think that i think for a moment i gave it a lot of credit as to why i i was uh for a long time in the in the alcoholic mess that i was it's okay literally i'm like sobbing i'm like blowing my nose like i i truly credit my reason for aa was my unresolved trauma with my sexuality and everything that came around with that but i'm i think that it's such an uncomfortable thing for me to talk about like i'll acknowledge it you know my when i do commitments i'll acknowledge it if i like read the room and like if i think there's one person in that room that could benefit from it i'll say it. i'll talk about it yeah briefly but if i don't see anyone in the room that might benefit from it i don't talk about it and I'm doing a disservice to not only the people, but myself, more importantly, frankly. And I think that I just need to get more comfortable talking about it because I'm just any like I've turned my that's why I think I don't even like have an interest to date because I just have turned my mind off from it because I don't want to acknowledge it. Mm -hmm. Like I don't like I don't I need, don't even want to go there. There's yeah. so much to unpack from it that I don't even want to like acknowledge that I have that third room full of stuff that's a bunch of gay trauma. <laughs> It's yeah. so gay. Oh and I'm just, it's, it just needs to get dealt with. But like, I'm maybe I'm just not like there yet. But yeah, well, I think this is like at the very least. I'm closer. A star. I'm like closer this, today. Than I, I honestly was. think this is huge for oh, you yeah. to even acknowledge. Like maybe like I haven't been 
I don't know how to be vulnerable. Mm-hmm. Like even admitting that is and like when I yeah, huge. when I when I think about it, I think about all these experiences and conversations I've had over over the past couple of years where like like I'm so good at my job because service level is where I exist. Mm-hmm. And I can be service level with any stranger that walks from that bar and it's easy and I can do it and I'm a master at it. And like that's how people love You've had me. a lot of practice yeah. though doing that. And that's again practice. And that's another maybe a reason why I want to get out of that industry. Uh, unbeknownst to me, really. Back, I remember um, a few years ago when I was living in my studio, it was just like Pack Rat City. You know, it was gross. It needed to be cleaned out, organized. And there was like literally two people on my mind that I was like, I will ask one of them to help me because there's no one else I'll ask because I don't want anyone to see the mess that really exists inside, mm. which is exactly. That's like it. my metaphors. Yeah. It's like, it goes back, <laughs> not goes back, but it's like that. Um, We've talked about that on this podcast you, the, before the, your spiritual, ex- like your house is a spiritual yes. extension, like your energy field. Yeah. And like when you're so messy inside, it's just, or like when your house is so messy on the outside, it's a, a direct reflection of what's happening on the inside. Yeah. Yeah. And so I had this, and I'll always treasure her for this reason, but this this girl Nikki, she helped me like organize and clean. And like my mom came in, she's like, uh, can we like hire her for other <laughs> Like she did a great job. She helped me like get rid of a lot of stuff, organize stuff, and it was exactly what I needed. But like I told her, I was like, there's no like the very few people, like this two I can think of. Mm-hmm. And I think that me feeling for the longest time that things are just good, things are great, things are okay, whatever word I used for the day, like I felt I didn't it wasn't that I was stagnant. It was just like, I'm at a point where like, you were complacent. Like al- it was okay. Yeah. And it's almost but like, it's not enough right now. Yeah. So, and I think that's like where the growth happens. Mm-hmm. Like and, and it was kind of the same way while we were drinking. Right. Mm-hmm. Like this is okay right now. Like this is my solution yeah. right now. But then it got like a little worse. Right. And then until like, it wasn't okay. Like this isn't okay. This isn't enough anymore. This isn't enough for me. This isn't filling that. And like, it's almost like, I think I look at our recovery the same way as our addiction is that like, they're both progressive. So like there's steps, mm-hmm. well, there's hey little steps, but there's <laughs> levels and layers and yeah. I guess layers, layers yeah, yeah, is a yeah. good word. Right. And you've peeled, you've definitely done work, right. You've peeled off that like surface layer probably, but there's like other layers I think to go into. And that's for me as well. I don't think I've uncovered everything Mm -hmm. about myself. And I don't think right now I have anything that maybe I'm ready to go into. Yeah. But I feel like I'll know when I'm ready because something will happen. Right. Uh, And it's probably a sign from the universe Mm -hmm. or God or whatever you want to call it. That'll say that'll give you like a feeling and emotion or you'll have an experience that'll tell you it is time. Mm-hmm. And I think this is like, I think I'm like ready to start digging a little bit deeper and like mm-hmm. figuring some stuff out. I've always felt, and this is, this is something I don't like tell people. I've always felt like I, I realize the more I think about it, the more it's not a great like mindset. It's not the best mindset. It's not detrimental, but it's like, it's like, I feel like there's something in life that will happen to me, like an experience of sort that will test me in a way that like, I will have to use every piece of myself in. Mm. and like the pieces that I don't even use the pieces that I don't even know exist that third room. I got to open that door and use some stuff from in there. Mm-hmm. And it's going to like push me into this new dimension. Mm-hmm. But like, I'm convinced that it has to be like an experience like that. And it has to be, I've, I, that's why I like, I always, I think I'm in searching of like, I want to like, oh, I'll move there. Or like, oh, I want to go do, like, there's always something somewhere else for me to find that's going to like unlock this piece of me. 
But I, I don't, yeah. And I don't, I don't think that's the right way to think about it. I don't it. think so because I think it's all already there. It is. Yeah. And I think I just need to like, I don't know. I feel like the feeling I get right now is I want to keep like talking and keep like uncovering stuff. I realize you don't have all the time I know. I'm like, I have to leave it. <laughs> can you, can you shut up? <laughs> no, I'm, I'm just kidding. I know. That's I know, not I know, what I meant. I know. My but God, people are going to be like, like, you're so mean. There's, I just, I think it's just like everything that I've done has like put me, everything I've always done is everything that I've done ever, ever done has put me in like the place that I needed to be. Mm-hmm. And like, I feel like that's exactly where I need to be now. Like I'm a work in progress more so than I ever thought. Like I'm okay with that. And I'm excited to, to see what's next. I don't think that I, in this mindset right now, I mean, I don't want to wait another two years to figure some stuff out. I want to figure it out right now, mm. but I realize that's not, how it works i mean you can take action right now i don't yeah. think necessarily you're gonna get like i don't even know what a result would be yeah but think, like do you know i, don't I know. feel like the action i gotta take is just like start like i think you made a huge leap i think i want to start just, reaching out to people more yeah and just, like, talking about what's on my mind and, i like, think you started that mm-hmm. like it's already in motion yeah you've done you've already started that work like yeah. you've done a lot of work actually even just talking about this right now yeah and talk about being vulnerable. Oh my God, we're gonna like publish this. Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> like, so. But like, look at this is what I sent him last night. I just or yesterday. I oh just, wow, like, you needed to talk to Coach like, Andrew. Just like, just like out of nowhere, and I don't know. Yeah, I, I don't. I've never, I've never felt the need to like reach out and talk about something so personal. Yeah, I. I always feel the need to reach out and talk about. And I love that things. for you. I, I just, I want that for me too. Yeah, and I, and. I think you have people. I hope you, I know, you I know that you have people you can trust. And I think that I'm still just afraid to like let them in. I get it. You know, like I they're they're in the first room and like that second room. I'm just or the third room, whatever room I'm in, really. Yeah. Hmm. So complacency was like the base topic, but we kind of like we went deep, <laughs> deeper than I thought we were uh, going to go. Way deeper than I thought. <laughs> Which is. We started this episode with, yeah, we didn't prepare for anything. Yeah, no, we, we thought of a topic, maybe. But I think I kind of <laughs> like the way we went about it because it's kind of like what's going on in our lives. Yeah. So Ken texted me this morning. He was like, the only thing I can think about is complacency. And it's because this is where I'm at right now. I'm feeling stagnant. Yeah. And like, what am I doing or not, not doing? And and this is like what we come to. And, and I think... And I think this is what happens when you do open up to people mm-hmm. and start to like get in there and break things down. So if anybody's sitting on something like that, grab a person you trust mm-hmm. and start hashing shit out. Because yeah. how do you, I'm sure you feel like a weight off you even just starting opening up this dialogue. Yeah. Shoot us an email if you feel to. Yeah. If you know what we're talking about, yeah. shoot us an email. Uh, I, we do have to get into our gratitude yes. segment though. I, I feel like we're, I feel like we're ending this so oh, abruptly. I think it's fine. Okay. We hope to see fine. you. It's fine. It's fine. Fine. We hope to see you during a gratitude segment. That's happening in a second. In a second. <laughs> gratitude. Gratitude. This is a gratitude segment. You know what I should do? I should get like a little triangle. And, it, and just like contribute. dig it. <laughs> yeah. Because I just sit here staring at you every time you do Would that. Would you guys like that? Welcome to our gratitude segment. I just think that would be like a nice little addendum, uh, but like an addition, not to, yes. too much. Yeah, a little, or a tambourine would that be too Ooh. much? Or a harmonica? You know what? My friend Katie Mac has these little like 
ching, 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 ching. Little like yes, little symbols. Little crab symbols. <laughs> yes, crab symbols. Because I'm just thinking yeah. about the, yeah. Right? She bought some once in Disney for like, I don't know how much they were, but she was obsessed with Disney, them. She was so Disney fun. in seven days. I know. Uh, that's my gratitude, by the way. I'll start. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Okay. I'm yeah, grateful. Yeah, yeah. Y'all, y'all, y'all. I'm grateful that in seven days I'll be in in Florida nice and it's and gonna warm. be 70 degrees not that I'm not happy currently where I am right now because I am but I am just excited to I've never I don't think Justine and I well we've been to like New York together but we've never gone on such an extended vacation together fun but we're good travel buddies because she's very chill and like Love go that. with the flow and where are you seeing again uh pop sent the pop fun. century resort yeah it's on the skyline your route Oh, which yeah. is very exciting. I miss the old sky ride they used to have back in the day. Oh, right. They don't have it anymore at either park. I don't think they have it in no, Disneyland that's been, either. Uh, oh, okay. I don't think. I could I be wrong. I've been there. But We're, that was one of my favorites. But yeah, I'm excited. So I'm I want to stay on the monorail course one time. Like, shell out to stay at that Polynesian or something. Oh, like my or the goodness. That's my dream. Bay Lake Tower. Quick note. Hmm. You'll have to edit this out. What are those things called? What are, like on the drum set? What are they called? Symbols. How do you spell that? S Y M B O L S. I'm not editing this out. Everybody needs to know how to spell that word. Oh my god! Six piece. Are you really going? Oh, wait, you can't just buy one. You have to buy like a twenty-four pack. Or the twenty pack. Yeah. Like, that's crazy. Symbols with a C Y M B A L. That's why it because S Y M B O L is a different symbol. Yeah, that's why I was I freaking see. out. I was like, okay, symbol. everybody, just finger so you know, symbols. finger symbols are different, or you know, drum symbols are are different than like a symbol you would see yeah, on a tambourine's more expensive on a sign. Okay, so we'll stick with the finger symbols. <laughs> one day shipping for a tambourine. <laughs> they have to. It has to be here it. now. Ooh, the silver one. Those are nice. Oh, those are nice. Or you could get like bells, like Christmas bells. <laughs> like a new girl. <laughs> okay. So Disney, that's awesome. Yeah, I, I'm that's really what, excited I know. You. I feel like that's a very shallow what I'm grateful no. for, but I'm just excited to go away. Because Disney is something you're passionate about. And I'm so passionate about yeah. Disney. That mouse has changed my life. <laughs> just kidding. But anyway, what are you grateful for? Uh, well, to be perfectly honest, I think I've used this. 18 million times because every time i'm struggling with something i think i suggest it for a topic and so today is no exception so i'm just grateful for um well i'm grateful for you to being one of those people that it's at least in the second room i don't know who's in that third room but you're just someone who i feel like i can like talk to and i i genuinely don't even when you talk about when i didn't have my license <laughs> i genuinely do not feel judgment or i feel bad i don't do that to judge you i, I do know, it because I, I love you don't feel any <laughs> negative emotions about it ever uh maybe the first time i did but um no i'm just grateful that i like i i have at least someone in my life that that, that i can be that way with because i think everyone needs that i feel their... inexplicably honored yeah you should. i truly do you should I, but i also well, I, I also am just grateful for like uh yeah i guess coach andrew and like everything that we've been able to talk about and like uncovering some like the very beginning of of something that i think that will prove to be uh one of the most beneficial things that i've experienced in the last two and a half years and like that's something that i'm just i'm grateful to embark on whatever is coming my way whenever it shows up um because yeah i don't like that feeling of being stagnant or complacent or smelly <laughs> <laughs> but i just i 
I'm just feeling this like brightness inside me and I'm just grateful that I like have it from the people mm. I've chosen to people that have just entered my life. I'm not really didn't really choose anyone specifically. Well, I think but, spirit saw fit that these people yeah. were in your life. I think about that all the time. Like I always when I'm like think because I always think the universe when before I go to bed and it's always one of the first things yeah. like thank you for like choosing to put these specific people in my life like how did you know like what? i would need this specific person right like yeah and, and i think about every time i've met anyone who's been integral in my life I'm like it's always been like a chance meeting yeah like, i only met wayne because one of the guys who worked at blueprint saw fit and thought on a whim maybe wayne would be a good sponsor for him and because i met wayne i met brian i met you i met angela i met ronnie i met melissa Melissa runs this, uh, a uh, charity called Cat. I just wanted to shout out Melissa, my friend Melissa. Melissa. I'm just making up for last time. <laughs> remember that time? She's like, yeah. You remember that time you didn't mention me? <laughs> no, I feel like you're in our hearts all the time, though. Always. But now you're also on this podcast. You are. And we, you had a whole segment, <laughs> Melissa. What are you talking about? This was before that. Okay. <laughs> um, but like, even like, I was on Instagram one day, and the one recovery podcast I followed on Instagram promoted they had a speaker. Uh, who was a coach from Australia who dealt with like gay and trauma. was it and coach like, Andrew? And it was. And I listened to that episode by chance and I just happened to follow him by chance because I like what he said. I, do you think someone will listen to our episode and like coach Andrew will be able to help him? Because I would love that. I would love that too. And him or her really. Or her. Yeah. Um, and I just like, so everything I've, I have in my life is all by like chance. And like, I don't, I mean, chance is the word I use, but like, I don't think it's chance. Uh, yeah. What really happened? It was just, you know, what really happened is that God is everything. And there's like this huge thing. We can't even understand where everything's like intertwined and things just fall. I just can't even, everything's a connection. Mm -hmm. Like your brain, you know how your brain has like all those neuropaths. Like, I feel like the universe is like that. And we're all neuro neurons. <laughs> <laughs> it's not like you just call we're all morons. <laughs> That's exactly what I just thought. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> you neuron. You neuron. Neuron. You're a big giant neuron. I'm gonna start using that as an Jimmy insult. Jimmy Neuron. Jimmy Neutron. You yes, remember that show? I do remember that show. I'm gonna start using that as an insult though. You neuron. Stupid neuron. Let's go downstairs and call Brian a neuron and so see what he says. <laughs> Saying it too much now. Doesn't it? It's like lost its <laughs> We gotta go, neuron. I think. And we have to go. Oh, we have to go? I have to work at five. I have to pee and I have to oh, go to okay. I had so I got my hair done yesterday. Shout out to my friend Zach. Zach. Your, Follow best, your him, best friend. My best friend. <laughs> I'm not his client. I'm his best friend. <laughs> uh, follow him on Facebook at Hair Creations by Zachary. He's amazing. If you live in this area, you should go see him. But uh, he isn't like 100% satisfied with how my color came out. So I have to go see him again. Yeah. Shout out to Zachary. for So, so shout out for being a perfectionist. Because yeah. when it comes to my hair, I really... Professional perfectionist. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Because <laughs> I, I really appreciate it. Uh, keep going. Keep going. And keep glowing. Ooh, we did it backwards. Or I feel like you... We mixed it up a little bit. Yeah, we always neuron. mix it up. We can't keep you in neuron. <laughs> <laughs> we want to keep you on your toes. Yeah. With all your growths on those toes. Oh, my God. You started it. And you are continuing it. <laughs> and I'm never going to stop. <laughs> Bye, everyone. Bye, we love everyone. you. Love you. <laughs> Hey, thanks for listening. If you have any recommendations on topics that you'd like to hear us discuss, or if you'd like to share your gratitude with us, 
send us an email at podcastnotperfection at gmail.com. See you next time.